He kōna e pūrangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. This is Uru Pounamu, a talk series collaboration with RNZ National and Moana Radio in Tauranga. Join me, Justin Murray, Māori language kayako ngairo iruera and Moana Radio host, Tekeukehu Pātara, as we discuss, analyse and unpack kaupapa or issues affecting Māori in this forever changing modern world. Whakarongo, whakarongo, e koutou e nga mana pautiriau ki tēnei tōpia. Uwe a wairea te atatū e ao te atahua ki rangi. Tangaroa tā whirima te atau atu ki te uru, ki te uruma. Ta manui te aore hui te pō katinei e hini raumati tau, tau, tau tīkākā kia pai hore. Tihei, mauri ora. Enga koro koro tui, enga kaka tarahai tēnā koutou katoa. This is Uru Pounamu, a kōrero session brought to you by RNZ National and of course Moana Radio here in Tauranga Moana. Uh, ko tēnei ko Justin Murray. Uh, in te whare o te tīreiraka we bring you a brand new kaupapa, a brand new topic. But right now let's uh, head to, of course, the co-hosts on the show, um, Nairo. Kia ora! Kia ora tuene, kia ora kotoe, whakarongo mai nei ki tēnei uru paunamu o te wiki. Hari koa taku nā kau, koa hoki uh, tīnana mai ki yes, tō pātou yes, whare yes. ki te whare o te tīraeraka. Kia ora kotoe. Tēnā koe Nairo Matua. Tēnei rāte mihi atu ki a kotoe, koa huli talinga mai tō whakarongo ki tēnei hōtaka o tātou, te uru paunamu. Me te pai hoki, te kite te kanuhi o te kehua nei nā. <laughs> e rua wiki ke e ngaro ana ana i te noho no moke moke ke mā o kotaku hoa. No reira tēnei te mihi atu ki a kotoe. Tēnā kōrua, o tēnā tēnā tātou e te whānau. Uh, this week our kaupapa is life after receiving your moko. What are the expectations? Um, do you think you should be treated differently um, before and after you, or before you receive moko? We'll just do a quick huri haere, matua te kehukehu, what do you reckon? What I reckon? <laughs> I, reckon. I, I reckon you're right. <laughs> I reckon I am too, I but quite uh, mai. E te mau te moko. Yes, it's coming back strong nowadays. Uh, quite a few people all around the, the country, the motu here, getting moko kauai and moko kanuhi. It's like a revival of uh, our history, bringing it back because, as we all know, it was taken away from us from uh, the Tohunga Suppression Act. I can't quite recollect the date that was put in place. 1907. Ooh, geez, you're sharp. Te koi hoki o tau pinachi. She's on today. Yes. She's so uh, here now we've seen a revitalisation of the moko coming back amongst us, te iwi Māori. And as we all know, we see the moko mataora in te whare mere i tēnei rā. Nui o kufkaro. It's a personal choice. And if you are susceptible or vulnerable to other people's opinions of your own choices, then those are going to weigh in uh, around what the actual question is asking, around expectations before, during and after uh, receiving moko. 
So it's, you know, it's some personal development for each person, I think, because it is a personal choice. Um, and you are where you are when you make that choice. Mm-hmm. And um, if you do decide to undergo receiving moko, um, kia kahara ki a koe. Kia kahara uh, ki a koe me o whakaaro ki tērā taonga o tātou. Uh, end of the day, it's a taonga. And I do uh, love the fact that it is, yeah, as Kehu mentioned, it's, um, it's in a renaissance period. The whole ao Māori is, you know, we're mid-clutch of, of this mm-hmm. whole turnaround uh, and I think recovery of te reo Māori, taonga Māori mm. and tāmoko being one of those taonga um, that people are reaching out for and it's a, it's like a blatant expression of who you are as Māori um, when you take this taonga on and, but you know and, and this will come out some more in our kōrero today not, not everyone takes it up because of that reason not, not everyone's thinking of te reo Māori or taonga Māori when they take on tāmoko so these spins there for us to talk a little bit more about today. I know because uh, the, how this kaupapa came about was that myself um, only from the a show and Matua we just kind of like chewing the hanu as we do <laughs> having a cup of tea <laughs> and we were talking about uh, you know the the reasons why and the, and the judgmental stuff that can come mm. out of this mm. community um, and I'm just I'm generalising here Te whanau, um and just the whole wrong or is there a wrong is there a right is there a mm. middle ground you know the naysayers the you know me kōrero Māori mui te, te tā mm. um, all those sorts of narratives that you know kei te rere tonu haere um, so it's really interesting and I suppose it's a kaupapa that's just always going to be in that Aye. Uh, it's circulating Space. background day because yeah. we, we have talked a little bit about it, but it's, it seems to um, have found a, a new glint in the eye amongst our uh, <laughs> announcers here. Kia ora tata. <laughs> Kia ora whanau. Okay, we're going to get back into the uh, kōrero very soon. This is Urupau Namu Moana Radio. Kani kani māwa ko kehu. Urupau Namu e ko manawa ke te puna o whakaaro. Tēnā koutou katoa e te whānau, this is Uru Pounamu, a kōrero series with RNZ National and Moana Radio in Tauranga. Uh, this week our kaupapa is Life After Receiving Your Moko. Koe rata kaupapa tūturu e te whānau, so we are exploring this further. Any more thoughts come to mind during our whakata? Mm, life wearing a moko. <coughs> I'm in that category. I have a moko. Actually, I can't even remember how long back I put it on. And why did you mm. get it? Why did uh, you get it? Just the tono we tahi o ngā kaumātsu o te kāinga. Hala mm. mai, e hoki mai au i ahi treinia, e hia ke taku roa ki reira, ka rongo ke rāta tangitaku wai au me hala mai. E hui ke tātou i kone, hale atu au ki tomātou marai. Hai reira ke we tahi o ngā whanaunga, nā rātou i kōwhiriwhiri hi ai rātou te hala mai, mm. i rungi tērā kaupapa. The mo the yeah, and how old, how old? I will I put it this way. I was married and I had children. Right. Come <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah, so, so that should make uh, you no. Okay, yeah, that's a little while ago. So no hesitation, no fakarui, no well, thinking, no hui. Yeah, no. I, I when they rang me up and they told me about it, I had to go home and think about it, and I thought about it for about four or five years. It had an impact on my whānau, mm-hmm. on my job. Mm. I suppose myself, really, just whether I'm able to carry it, you know. It's um, a respect thing, I suppose. They kept telling me, wear mm. it respect. But it's funny, nothing ever was mentioned about being able to speak the real. Mm. You know, I thought, oh, that would come up, but maybe it's because... 
the ones that they had chosen, we all had that help. Oh. But uh, that was one criteria that they did mention. Must have the help. Must have nga kolero tukuiho. Kya mohiwai te tangata ki nga whakapapa o na heringa ki o na marai o na iwi we rāhu e tanakatoa. When that happened, well, I had it on and, yeah, just changed, changed the whole outlook for me in life. Kia ora, tēnā koe matua. Uh, mm. Ngairo, let me just read the question out. Life after receiving your moko, what are the expectations? It's not obvious to me right now, but do you wear moko? <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. Just puhoro at the moment. And, you know, some people may relate to the experience that while it was getting done, um, we're having because I had it done over a few days, and um, oh, and sort of spaced out, and it, and it allowed me some time to think. Mm. Um, not that I hadn't put any thought into it before, but it, it was a timing thing, I think. Um, when I think about it, the the decision to do it was was like um, just you know let's get it done. But mm. but the thought had been you know it was it was actually the result of a, a process of you know mm. who talks about five years and it was probably you know five to maybe even twenty years I was thinking about this. Oh wow! So it's all that little seed mm. that grew sort of thing. Aye, and it wasn't so much about expectation. It was it was just that um, growth through caring. I'm caring a taonga um, mm. because that's that's how I view it. Yep. Not everyone views it that way. I um, mean, not, not everyone is happy with, with the weight of that expectation they put on themselves because, they, you know, we're talking about expectations both outside in and, and that we mm. hold intrinsically yeah. uh, around um, how we view these sorts of things. So, I'm, I'm, you know, in my view, uh, something like tāmoko is a um, taonga. And so because I hold that view, I have um, certain expectations on myself. Yes, Around um, what that means, you know, and it, and it's it sort of vibes with my personality, you know. I, I, I'm sorry to find I realise there's a lot of me caught it all going, but oh, I'm no, just no. trying to relate I my experience. Sorry, I, I, <laughs> did bring it up. Yeah, I did bring it up. <laughs> and um, and it's, it it was just matching, you know, uh, and reconciling the expectations I had with myself in terms of viewing it as a taonga. Ultimately, I don't really care on other people's opinions yes. on, on, on me carrying this because it's me carrying it. Kia ora, tēnā ngairo. Life after receiving your moko, what are the expectations? That's our, uh, that's our kaupapa for this uh, this week's uh, Urupaunamu kōrero session. We're going to go through some of the comments. Momoya Dixon says, none. There should be no expectations. Uh, Yoland Tupuna says, expectancy of anything to me is a colonised whakaaro. Um, if you were supposed to be this all um, learned, holier-than-thou figure, uh, why then did anyone have them in pre-European times? Ariki mai, taurika reka mai. Uh, and the criticism about smoking and drinking, Goldie and Lindau photos or portraits show us that some of our tūpuna would partake in those activities. And there's other video evidence of kuia moko and their pipes. Yeah, well, I've definitely seen those images. Uh, she also says the two young kōrero doesn't fit with our tūpuna either. One of my queer received hers at 21 and she was considered old as uh, the standard age was between 12 and 16. So that's from the Moana Radio Facebook mm. page. Um, so what, what do you reckon about what uh, Yolande especially is, is, is saying? Ooh, aye. Beautiful. I think she's um, made it very clear around, you know, you know a pathway forward. If, if you're too... I guess influenced from from opinions and views of other people, you, you're really going to sway on, mm. on what you actually want. 
So I think I, I really like the kōrero. Yolande also says, Ete iwi, this is from the Moana Radio um, Facebook page, mm. Ete iwi, please decolonise your perspective on what <laughs> or who a person should be or do to receive something that belongs to us. We don't have to own or even regard the negativity of another's deficit mm. thinking. So I think what she's trying to say there is, oh. I talked to Matua last week about this, you know, those expectations of you must be this, this, this mm. and this mm. to receive this. So we're already putting that kind of, I don't know, some sort of criteria mm. for wanting of a better word um, within this realm of, of receiving tamoko when in fact it was a part of she says taurikareka mai areki mai areki mai mm. kāpai okay yes yes I'm deep deep for kāpai whānau uru pounami with Justine Murray ngairo eruera eruera kia ora matua te keu keu pātara uru pounamu e kō manawa ke te punao whakaaro I know my hara mai te whānau, ko uru pounamu tēnei. Uh, he hōtaka tēnei, hei whakawhiti whiti whakaaro. Thanks to everybody who's contributed to the kōrero via the Moana Radio Tauranga Facebook page. Life after receiving your moko, what are the expectations? We heard from uh, Matua Te Kehu Kehu and, of course, Ngairo. Um, I have two uh, moko, one on my shoulder that was done mm. uh, no, 20 years ago, one on my wrist. Now, why, why did I get moko? Honestly, yeah, this one's about my uh, mum and dad and marae iwi hapu, but I, I thought I, I wanted this one as a bit of a remem- uh, um, to signify my time spent in Wellington, to be honest. So, you know, karikau he whakapapa, it was just, it's a honunga. Mm. We're also going to go back to our comments. So I saw some comments from Tanya Ririnui, who says, perhaps expectations is the wrong kupu. Uh, perhaps people with kowai set themselves a standard that they try to adhere to, which is totally their choice. Yeah, makes sense. Moving down to Glennis more, I so agree. Um, but I've been putting my moko kowai off for a while now, but like you uh, have said to oh, each to their own, basically. So, mm. and Ruki Torianuku says, be a good person. Mm. Mm. It's the only criteria wow. she says. So these expectations around moko, um, we were talking a little bit off mic, but how it's, we talked about renaissance and resurgence. So it's definitely, are you seeing more and more moko in the community, Nairo? I don't know if I'm seeing more. It just, it, it seems to, it seems to be more of a natural feature um, nowadays. I mean, like, um, mm-hmm. I went to a birthday for um, one of our good friends and she got her tāmoko. Uh, the week uh, weekend before, and then just seeing her for the first time with a tamoko, it, it was as if when I saw her with a tamoko, I didn't see the tamoko. I just saw my friend, yes. and it, it was as if she had always had it. And sometimes that's how tamoko feels with me. I don't really see people with tamoko. I just see them, and it just feels like they've had tamoko forever, mm. sort of thing. What is that about? Because I feel like that too. I think just the more natural, it just feels more natural out in the community now. No, Getting not necessarily. Today. Well, mm. aye, aye. I think perspectives have changed around it. You know, the the old association with um, negative parts of our community and, and tattooing in general and, and tāmoko, um, that sort of seems to have blended with a more positive representation of, cool. of tāmoko nowadays and people seeking to bring it back. Does um, location matter? Because I know that for when I lived in Wellington, it was like you, you, you hardly saw any, any moko kowai, for example. You go to areas like, I don't know, Rotorua, Ngāti Paro, Gisborne, it's obviously very much thriving there. So I suppose, do you think mm. that, 
Yeah, yeah, I think more TT. Thinking, thinking back, <laughs> thinking back, uh, you know, and <clears throat> back in time, there there wasn't that many wearing it, you know, mm. all around different newies and that. But now there seems to be more and more so, and uh, you're even getting uh, like uh, academic people that are wearing it, you know, like uh, Wayne Ngata from Ngati Parau mm. with uh, the Tohung and there, uh, Sir Derek Ladelli, who is teaching everybody how to to Tamoko and giving them all these things. We had him up at our marae and he came and did uh, Joe Harawira. Mm. We forfeited him there. Then came another time there where we had a few queers, just a handful of queers, spent a weekend up there and then from that handful it, it just jumped up to quite a few. And with all the other queers sitting in the whare nui there watching, and looking, then all of a sudden they decided mm. on the spur of the moment, wow, that looks good. Wow. It doesn't look too painful. Mm. And they right. jumped on the table. Kia ora, tēnā matua. Um, okay, we're going to go uh, into our first little audio file here on Uruponamu. This is uh, Shane Teruki, uh, no Ngāti Mania Portal recorded uh, 2014. Have a, listen, have a listen. There are many people who say, no, no, you can't do this. No, no, you can't do that. Yes. Our lives are not held back by moko. Our lives are increased by it. And when you consider our ancestors, who were out there doing everything and anything with all their moko, legs, arms, faces, backs, everywhere, they were out there doing things that we don't do, that we at this stage might consider horrid or unbecoming. They waged war. They raided villages. They went out and you know, they did all sorts of things. They also went to the pub, you know, once the pubs became available. You know, there was all, there's, all, there's no place that Moko hasn't been and won't go. Now, that might be a revelation to some people, but for myself, it is not something that holds us back. It is something that marks where we have come from, who we are, and where we're going. Shane Teruki from 2014. Mm. He's right. He's, he's exactly right by uh, <laughs> changing a person. Uh, in some cases, it mightn't change people, but like for my case, it changed me a lot. You know, I became more ngawari uh, and more accepting, uh, whereas before... <laughs> a lot of people never saw that side of me. Okay. You know, so everybody has, you know, skeletons in the closet. <laughs> and and one of them for me was uh But uh yeah, so now I suppose that, that, that goes in with age. As you get older mm. you mature. Mm. Um and it's not what you're wearing, it's how you wear it and to wear it with respect. I mean, I, yeah, we're trying to do both sides of this kind of coin at Tefano. So then, what about when it comes to gang members wearing tamoko and you know operating in that community world while wearing tamoko? I suppose we can go by Shane <laughs> by Shane's um, fakaro of there's nowhere that moko can't go, mm. 
and it will go, and that is probably one of the communities. Night orbs? Um, soon as you said gangs, Kehu's pointing at me as if I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I, I have known um, some other, uh, affiliates uh, in my time uh, who have taken on Tāmoko and have taken it on as Tāmoko as opposed to Tattoo. Um, this mm. and you know this is full face moko buhoro and they they got parts of their tinana done as well, mm. um, and and for them it, from memory for them it was about um, moving past a certain stage in their lives. It mm. didn't necessarily mean that they were wanted to be a komato that day and, and you know start doing karaki and left right and centre no, but it did indicate to them I think personally from memory um, that they had had reached a level where they wanted to explore who they were. Mm. Um, and, and part of that exploration of who they were uh, at that time was was around assuming Tāmoko, taking on Tāmoko um, as part of their persona, as part of their personality, um, and who they were developing to in, to, in that time. And I cracked up at a couple of documentaries. That I must think I watched them last year around Tāmoko, and they were interviewing one young lady around how she was approached um, while she was having a drink in a nightclub and. A uh, younger lady came up to her and said, oh, I would never drink if I had a tāmoko. And she, she says, what, did you think I turned into an angel when I, or I turned into a <laughs> saint when I, I took on this tāmoko? And, you know, that sort of yeah. articulated for me what I'd always thought, you know, and similar to what Shane was saying, you know, our tūpuna, even though they wore tāmoko, they had full lives. They, they did yep. the whole gambit of life with tāmoko on. So, you know, tāmoko was part of their lives. It was part of their... Uh, cultural identity, um, and it was part of who they were. And probably, you know, what we're trying to uh, wrestle with now is because these Tonga were lost to us and um, sort of demonised from us, um, we're now trying to claw them back. But um, because they're so precious to us in a sense, because they were taken away, we've now, you know, taken on some of that mindset that Yolene mentioned uh, around, okay, no, no, if you're going to get this back, then this is what you have to do with it. And she's, you know, she's right. I, I think in um, trying to free ourselves of some of those um, hang-ups that yep. we've picked up over the years as part of the sto- our story and being told who we are. He kai mo te hirikapo, he kare aroto, he our question at Te Whānau, life mm. after Tāmoko, what is the expectation? Joining us in Te Whare o Te Tīrairaka is Hayward Cooker. Right. Tēnā e, kia ora, tēnā koe, te rangatira. The pātai, um, Hayward, is yeah, life after moko, the expectation. Mm. Kōrero about why you decided to get your mato matoura mm. done and was there any expectations around that? Kia ora, kia ora e Te Whānau, e Tiwi. The process for me was... Like the process between deciding and getting it done was was very short. However, the the thinking around it mm. uh, was was actually kind of lifelong. One of my best friends, Stu McDonald, we all know, know him as Moana Moko, and probably one of the main people responsible for bringing Moko back into Tauranga Moana. And so we we've been we we've been friends since we uh, you know early early twenties, and we um, we were on this journey together. We received our puhoro the same time. Um, just, just as a resurgence of, mm-hmm. we're Māori, we want our, our tikanga and reo and, and us as Tauranga Moana to be out there. So so we said, oh, well, let, let's do it. Let's, um, we're out there playing rugby. Mm. Why not have Puhoro play rugby? Like there's motivation and there's intent. So one of the motivations <laughs> was uh, for me to get my Puhoro was we were both playing rep rugby at the time. 
And we're having a race to see who'd get on the field and on TV with their puhuro. <laughs> now, Stu, Stu was actually a really good rep player, and he, he managed to, to do it first. But, but it was, if we think about why, why males got puhuro in a waomua, uh, it was because they were warriors. Transition that to nowadays, our warriors are out there doing the mahi on the rugby on the rugby field. field. Um, our kaiwero that are mm. that are lead out our um, our kaupapa. So, so the, the change of thinking around you have to be a, a warrior. The modern day warriors are those who do those kind of mahi. So, from then it started to gather momentum. And um, fast forward to uh, two years ago, when we started the process of my um, my matawara, and it was was a very simple process. It was shoot. Uh, what are you up to? <laughs> well, I'm ready. He goes, oh, come boy. So I went and got it. The process with my parents. She was, uh, Papa, Mama, this is what I'm doing. Yes. Um, and, and they were, definitely they had their own whakaro, mm. but it was, they they trusted in me that my motivation and intent was was um, was true and, and genuine. So, and, and I had a discussion with uh, one of my past lecturers. I was like, it wasn't like getting it done. It was like peeling back the skin, mm-hmm. peeling oh. back the, the exterior that had been been put upon us to reveal to reveal what Ooh. the inner inner mataura now, I, I, that, that's something I aspire to and I want to be a person that can carry that yeah. and I've always said that I've always said that to Fano. I was like if you're brave enough to lie down on the table and get it done on your face and if you're brave enough to carry it around the community and everywhere you go you deserve it Norere te whānau, that's uh, Hayward Cooker. Thank you so much. Oh, that's what happens, whānau. We just bring you into the yeah, whare. I just came to have lunch with my yeah, darling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> while, while we're speaking of your darling there, Matua, um, did she have expectations after you received the moko that you would start doing the dishes? Oh, mai rāno tira, mai rāno. Kia ora, kia ora, kia ora, kia ora. Coming up real soon, we will have... Vinyl Ricardo. Land. I really res- um, resonate with that quarter around um, decolonising our whakaaro. Um Just purging our thoughts of negativity around what may have been created for us when we think of Tāmoko and recolonising our mind with some positive thoughts around it. And that, I think, will help support you in your decision <coughs> moving forward. Kai roti a tātou katoa, te, te moko, te mataora. Ko te mea whakairu hia ki roti a tātou i te whānautanga mai ki tēnei au mārama. Ko ngā whakapapa, ko ngā kōrero, ala ngā kōrero tuku iho, wera ahua tango e pāna ki a tātou tewi Māori. No kuke te chinana, no kuke te mataora, kai ahau ke te chikanga hei kaue, ala mō ngā rae ke mai nei ki nungi a tātou, mō tewi, mō te whānau, mō tātou katoa. O reira, tēnā rā kōtou. Tēnā koe, tēnā kōrua, tēnā tātou e te whānau. Join Uru Pau Namu, download the podcast e te whānau and catch you back next week.